Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and a little bit south of us here in California in the beautiful city of peace in La Paz, Baja, California, sir, is the Grizz. How you doing, John? It's great to be with you, like always. You know what? What's it, going up in your neck of the woods? Well, I tell you, the it's been an interesting year everywhere. Now, we're talking about the West Coast primarily because the East Coast is a completely different situation. But the weather, uh, we never had a winter. Uh, you know, the, the fishing off the coast has been phenomenal. And then it looks like we've got an El Nino coming up, which means that some of the fish that you normally see would be coming up closer to us. Well, we want to keep them down here as long as we don't want you guys to have a chance. I want you to share just a few. We won't take that many. Yeah, well, we don't share. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then if... Uh, no, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's really different what's happening around here, John. I mean, you know, I just when I think I got it all figured out, I feel stupid. <laughs> well, you know what, Grizz? That's the whole point. Uh, there's uh, there's fishing, there's catching, and there's enjoying the water and enjoying the outdoors, and it all works together. And some days, you know, you have different success with putting them in both boat than others. But I know when Grizz goes fishing, he always gets something on the line. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky. We've been uh, we haven't been skunked for mm-hmm. a long time. Right. Well, uh, the rooster we'll fish have, have been good. A little bit rooster fish now been, than normal. Yeah. Rooster fish has been good this year, haven't they? Rooster fish, uh, we've caught a lot of rooster fish. We caught five in one day. And, yeah, we I haven't been out late. I've been doing chef on the water, and I've been after, uh, we've been after Dorado, and we got Dorado yesterday and the day before. So, you know, there's Dorado around. Okay. Well, we're, gonna, we're about out of time for this segment. We're going to come right back to you, and then we're going to come back and see if we can, uh, uh, I think we've got uh, uh, David on the line from, Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Brazil. So don't go very far. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan, and we have the Grizz on the line from us from La Paz. We'll be right back with you. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year, and there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring a whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. 
Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of the Santa Barbara Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say yes. Your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and right outside of our studio door, all the way down in La Paz, we have the Grizz from uh, uh, Adventures South of the Border, Chef on the Water, and what, what is it? you got two or three other show, television shows. To go yeah, on, Discovering Mexico, and we're starting a new one this month. John, it's called Cooking with the Grizz, where we're going back and taking recipes from many, many years ago and uh, from the Indians, from the Hispanics, and we're making a new show about cooking. Well, Grizz, we're going to have to talk about that. And then we also have David Adams from Hooked on Adventures that he does something that almost every angler um, has always wanted to do, and very few people get the opportunity. So, Adam, why don't you give us a little bit of an idea of what you do for a living? Yeah, what we do is we uh, we arrange for clients to come down and spend a week on our yacht down in the heart of the Amazon rainforest. We put them up in a beautiful yacht, and they uh, do some very, very exciting fishing for about seven days on the water there. Well, I would imagine well, that sounds yeah, great. Uh, just being on the Amazon would be worth a trip. And I know, Grizz, you've done some, well, you fished everywhere and done everything, but I know that you've been to the Amazon, so why don't you and uh, David kind of talk, first of all, a little bit about the area that you fish, David? Well, we fish almost exclusively the black waters of the Rio Negro River. Our clients will, uh, we will charter flight them once they get into the country. We'll charter flight them out to a town by the name of Barcelos, and we will travel upwards of 300 miles during the week on our yachts and then all of our clients fish off of our custom-made bass boats. And uh, it's extremely uh, comfortable. We have a lot of ladies that come down with their husbands because of the accommodations. And uh, 
it's a lot of fun. And, so, and as you said, uh, John, you do see a lot of sights and sounds that you would just normally never ever get a chance to see. Well, there is that allure. You know, I mean, floating down the Amazon is, uh, you know, is, is something that a lot of people would only dream about. But being able to be on the Amazon in a luxury yacht and then going out uh, um, with the, the smaller, I guess, bass boats used traditionally? Yes, sir. All of our bass boats are uh, they're very wide-bodied, mm-hmm. shallow V. We get into a lot of tight spots. Uh, the guides will hack their way back into some hidden lagoons and some oxbow lakes. And uh, we have marine radios on all of our boats. We have uh, foot-controlled trolling motors. So everything is, uh, we've got it all down to a science, and they are going to get into some really, really exciting fishing for the week. Well, real quickly, David, I, you know, I don't want to scare anybody, but I'm kind of curious. I know that you've got, you know, tr- you know, the wildlife and the fauna in uh, along the Amazon is nothing in the world. you got the, the uh, monkeys, marine life. But do you still have the indigenous uh, with poison arrows or poison darts? No, we we've never seen anything like that. In <laughs> fact, in fact, in fact, John, we always spend at least half of a day during the week giving the clients a chance to visit one of the villages. Wow! And they're they're extremely friendly and they welcome us every time we go down. Uh, we take stuff like baby aspirin and soccer oh, balls. Oh, that's wonderful. Coloring crayons and, and candy for the kids. So, so it's always they, a real. There's no shrunken heads on. There's no shrunken heads on sticks then. No, sir. No, sir. Hey, Grizz. Not that you can see, John. <laughs> Not that you can see. Hey, David, tell us uh, a little bit about uh, what species of peacocks do you fish for there? We will encounter approximately four different types of peacocks. We go all the way from the borboleta, which is called the butterfly, the three bar, which is called the asu, which is that's the one that gets really, really big and also the speckled peacock. And then there's another uh, smaller peacock about the same size as the butterfly that uh, they normally catch those down in the Florida canals. So I know there's about 14 different uh, species of peacock that they've identified, but we only encounter three or four of them during the week. Well, the butterfly is the most brilliant and the most beautiful, isn't it? The male? Yes, sir. The butterfly is by far the prettiest of all four that that we catch. Yeah, I remember catching them. They're like nothing else. Now, other fish, sporting fish that you got, you got, you guys get into tiger fish? We don't have any tiger fish down there. You have to go into the uh, into Africa to find the tiger fish. But we do catch the arowana, which is also called arowana. That's fish. incredible fighting fish. Incredible fish, and they hit a lot of the same lures that the peacock bass will hit a lot of the same flies as well and then if you want to go out and try your luck get some catfishing we have actually caught catfish as big as 250 pounds <laughs> oh, wow and just out of curiosity that's, that's yeah. basically bottom fishing isn't yeah. it it is you take some piranha for bait or some of the Whoa. dogfish for bait and uh yeah, that's a perfect time for the husbands and wives to go out or a perfect time for a couple of the guys to go out at the end of the day and throw their line in the water, crack open a beverage of their choice, and uh, try their luck at hooking into a big catfish. Hmm. Hmm. God, that's uh, well. It, it is a big. Uh, it, th- now, tell us about the the water, the turbidity, and and about the Amazon itself. Well, you know, we fish like I said before. We fish the Rio Negro, which is considered the black water. And one of the one of the benefits of fishing that water is because it is black water because of the tannic acid levels in it. 
the mosquitoes cannot be produced on that water. So I've been down there 48 weeks myself, and I've never seen a mosquito on the waters that we fish. So that, that's one hmm. thing that's really, really convenient for Interesting. us. Interesting. So that would be the tannins. That's basically what you get from the uh, oak barrels when you make wine. Exactly. Tannin, hmm. tannin, tannic acid, exactly. And then, uh, but, you, you know, you're fishing a lot of areas, uh, basically just like your rivers at home, really. It's no more different than your rivers at home other than your you're 6,000 miles away from home, but well, everything is, yeah. uh, you know, you're with very, very knowledgeable guides. I've uh-huh. handpicked all of my guides, and they know all the rivers, like the back of there. They've all grown up fishing these same waters out of dugout canoes since they were very, very young age. Okay. Well, uh, give us a bit of an idea about the trip itself. How many people, how many boats, uh, and you said it's seven days, so kind of just gonna give a real quick scenario. If, if once people fly down there, what happens? Okay, quick rundown. Basically, you get from your home port into Miami, and the flight leaves out of Miami at 5.30 in the evening, so it makes it very convenient. You get into Brazil, and you know what? It's only five-hour direct flight from Miami, and you're there. Our English-speaking representatives will pick you up. We put you up at a very nice hotel the first night. The next morning, we will transfer you to our charter company that flies you out to the lodge. It's about a 45-minute flight to your floating lodge. Uh, your your yacht, your home away from home for the next week. And then once you board the yacht, we assign you your rooms, we assign you your guides, we do just a quick little orientation of the yacht for the week, and then you are out fishing by mid-morning, uh, early afternoon, and then you continue on another six and a half days of fishing to complete your week the following Friday. So okay. you're up every morning about 5.30. We have a great chef on board that makes a great assortment of American uh, cuisines as well as Brazilian flair to it. Uh, we do a beautiful shore lunch one afternoon during the week, and then we cap the week off with an absolutely beautiful, stunning barbecue luau <laughs> on a sandy beach. Yeah, it now, is very, very uh, nice. The, the yacht or mothership itself, uh, how big is it and how many people? The mothership is 110 feet long, and it will hold up to 24 people, although we like to cut our groups down to no more than 20 because that's what the dining room will comfortably hold. Uh-huh. All the all the suites uh, hold two clients per suite. They all have their own individual air conditioning as well as private baths with hot and cold showers in all the rooms. Wow. Well, I know it's not cheap, but this is a trip of a lifetime. There's no question about getting in, and we didn't even talk about how hard – uh, those uh, peacock uh, fight. I know Grizz can attest to that. But before we uh, run completely out of time, find out how we can get some more information from you, David. Please feel free to visit our website. It's www.hookedonadventures.com. Okay. And you can always call us on our toll-free number, which is 888-295-4665. Okay. Well, Hooked on Advent, and is it uh, plural, Hooked on Adventures? Yes, sir. Hookedonadventures.com. Uh, awesome. And Grizz, <laughs> let's go, buddy. What do you think? Should we go down there and, and uh, I'm film? I want to go by. I want to take Charles down. I'd really like to make a television show. I was down just going to say, let's go down there and make a television show. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll come along as the guide or something. But anyway, we. <laughs> I don't want you as a guide, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll be the food taster. How's that? Anyway. Well, I, yeah, you can taste my food. Okay. All righty. Okay, we're going to take off. David, thank you very much for coming on. We'll have to have this come back and find a little bit more about these peacock. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Please visit us on Facebook at Fish Talk Radio or come and see our website, fishtalkradio.com. And you can always listen to previous shows. Grizz, hang in there. We'll be right back, buddy.
the Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. To Fish Talk Radio, this is John Hennigan in studio, and we also have the Grizz on the line from La Paz, and we have a very special guest. We have Anders Halverson, who is the author of The Entire Synthetic Fish, and we've had him on before talking about trout, and it's very interesting because there's, there's, there, there is a lot that uh, people don't know and understand about the differences in species and different types of fish. And I think Anders might even want to talk about that a little bit. But let's go ahead and bring Anders on. And we also have the Grizz on the line with us. And uh, Anders has a subject that may be a little bit controversial. So let's just jump right into it, Anders. Uh, sure. Uh, um, so as of, uh, there's a company in Massachusetts called Aqua Bounty, which has created a genetically modified Atlantic salmon. It's got DNA from a Chinook salmon in it and DNA from a pout. 
So it's got three different species, the DNA from three different species in it. And uh, this fish grows to uh, market size in one and a half years instead of the three years that a normal Atlantic salmon would take. And they have been trying to get re uh, approval for this fish to um, sell it here in the United States in the supermarket for many, many years, and they are, we're in the end game right now. They, um, the FDA last fall said that uh, they could see no public health issues with this fish and that they could see no environmental issues, that this fish was uh, almost certainly not going to escape from the facilities where they were raising it so that there's no environmental issues from this genetically modified fish either. Um, they had comment period on that decision this spring, and now we are just waiting for the FDA to uh, give its approval. And uh, if it does, this will be the first genetically modified animal ever in our food chain. Okay. And it's been very, very controversial. Well, it certainly is. I'm oh, sure well, we got it some. Sounds yeah. like we don't need to fish anymore. We can <laughs> fish. And one way I like it, because now you should be able to catch, do the catch and release thing, and not kill everything and have to take it home. On the other way of looking at it, uh, we're turning fish into cows, because basically that's what a cow is—is is, you know something that has been changed and worked around, whether it be a milk cow or a. Or you know beef to eat, so it looks like we're going to do the same thing with the fish. Then is that is that where it's going? Uh, it certainly seems that it certainly um, seems that way, and maybe we've already gone there. You know, Atlantic salmon have been raised in pens for a long time, um, so I'm not sure how how different they are. Um, from my perspective, you know, I think the, the I, I'm satisfied. Uh, there was a, troublingly, you can't get access to a lot of the science that the FDA used to make that decision because it's considered propri proprietary information. But let's let's give the FDA the benefit of the doubt and say that they're right. What troubles me is I think people have may have other reasons for objecting to these fish. They may have emotional reasons. They may have uh, religious reasons that they don't think it's correct to genetically modify a sentient being. They may have ethical reasons, and there's no place for those. Um, sort of thoughts or comments in this process. It has to be, uh, as far as the FDA is concerned, they are only willing to consider whether there's a public health aspect or an environmental aspect to it. Well, I agree 100%. I mean, let's uh, raise fish to eat and catch fish to release. Um, so so are you supporting, then, the, uh, the creation of the genetically modified um Of course I am, as long as they don't get out into the wild and we keep them controlled. It's the same as a cow. A cow doesn't crossbreed with a deer. I essentially, I, I, don't, I don't disagree, but what I would propose is one of the big issue now that's going to come up is whether these things should be labeled. And uh, I strongly feel that they should be labeled. Because I think people ought to have labeled. What do you mean by they labeled? actually want to eat these things or spend their money on it? Uh, when they're sold, Grizz. Oh, okay, yeah. like in a can. Right. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, they're not going to put a tag on them when they're swimming around. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. What do you mean? When, like they're, so when they're sold in the supermarket. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Anders, uh, a couple of questions that I have for you. Um, when they build nuclear power plants, there's never supposed to be an issue, and normally there's not. But if there is, and what would happen? Uh, if the genetically modified fish do get introduced into the wild, can they um, uh, breed with the, the other salmon? And is there any negative aspects to that? Um, yes, they can 
so, you know, they've got all these safeguards in place. They, they say that the fish that they're going to, first of all, they're going to spawn them in Prince Edward Island in Canada and then bring them down to Panama to raise them. The idea is if they escape in Panama, they'll never survive the warm water so that they'll, they'll die down there. And further, that they'll, you know, uh, heat shock them or something so they're, so they're sterile fish. So that even if they do escape, they can't breed. But, you know, all of the, we all saw Jurassic Park, right? I mean, things, things, things go wrong and things, things escape. Um, so they say there's no chance they will. But if they do, yes, and assuming they're not sterile, yes, they, can, they could potentially breed with um, Atlantic salmon. And interest, I saw an interesting study that said that those fish will grow even faster than the genetically modified fish, maybe because these genetically modified fish are so inbred, they've got some problems. Uh, but if that were to happen, you would rapidly have, you know, maybe the uh, destruction of, of wild Atlantic salmon stocks uh, because these fish might get out there and interbreed with them, and then it turns out ultimately that whatever genes they've introduced are detrimental to the population as a whole. So there's a, a whole slew of potential issues if, they, if a fertile one of these fish were to escape. Mm-hmm. Well, what are the advantages of the genetically modified fish, and is there anything about it that, that, would, uh, that would be different as far as a food? Is there, is there anything that could um, affect the people or the, whatever eats it or the fish that eat it? The uh, FDA has concluded no, that there is nothing detrimental about it, that it's substantively identical to a conventional Atlantic salmon as far as your health is concerned. Okay. The yeah. advantage is that they grow twice as fast. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, use, they eat more, but they use you know, a fraction fewer resources. They have to eat a little bit less to achieve the same size as a um, regular Atlantic salmon. So you mm-hmm. could argue that there is an environmental benefit because they're using less uh, you know, less resources to, to create the same amount of meat. And as far as once they're mature, are they about the same size is the only advantage in the, the time it takes them to reach full size? Yes, that's, yes, uh-huh. that's right. Okay. So basically they, they would look and act the same. They, there's not some kind of a monster fish that we can go fishing for. Right. Okay. So not right now. I mean, I guess for me that's the other thing is, is there, this is just one case, but you know, this is just the foot in the door and, and, uh, you know, if this goes through 50 years from now, there's going to be dozens and dozens of genetically modified fish and other animals out there. Um, and and that, that's the road we're going down. Um, and, I, I, you know, I think it's worth considering whether when we want to, if, 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 we want to, if we don't want to go there, now may be the time to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I predict that 50 years from now, of course, I won't be around to see it. Well, who knows? With modern medicine, <laughs> amazing things can happen. But 50 years from now, m- almost all of these things will be commonplace. It's just a matter of think, how you get there. And obviously, the, um, there's a tremendous amount of good that's happening You know, using the uh, DNA or genes from, from, uh, to help us in science and growing things. And I guess you know the downside uh, of this particular fish that you're talking about would be the remote possibility that it could um, spread its uh, DNA or genes into the wild fish. And if that did happen, um, it could affect them because you know they'd have some of the characteristics. They just grow real fast. Other than that, is there any other uh, detriment to the uh, natural fishery? That's the only one that I know of. Mm-hmm. So the only other issues that I, you know, can think of are other sort of less rational. They're not necessarily what we'd call rational concerns. They're more maybe ethical or moral concerns about what you want to be doing with the world. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, I, I'm satisfied with them, but I think other people ought to have a choice about whether they want to spend their money to support that. And that's why I think these things should be labeled. And that's a very controversial issue. You know, there's, it's, it was struck down in California, this idea of labeling GMOs um, just last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, now there's one in, um, in the uh, federal and Congress that's being considered, and other states are considering it. But that, that's mm-hmm. the hot topic these days. Right. Well, we, we all know that there's a tremendous amount of genetically modified foods available, but this is the first one that's actually you know, used in an animal. And the genetically modified foods, you know, they've been around, and they're certainly not going away. They don't seem to be, uh, not in this country. You know, interestingly, that's, that's, the, that's why the uh, companies that create the genetically modified foods are so opposed to any form of labeling, because in Europe, where there is a labeling law, they've failed to get any traction whatsoever. People are just so scared or mm-hmm. opposed to GMOs that they won't buy them. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, there is that, that concern. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and I guess it's fair. It, whether it's true or not, I think it's, it's certainly fair that people know, know what it is that they're buying. Yeah. Well, I don't, and, you know, who knows? I, I expect, uh, you know, there's already people playing around with fish. You know, there was a group in Missouri, and this is for sport fishing. They were playing around with feeding them creatine, um, which is that bodybuilding supplement, the same bodybuilding oh, yeah. supplement that mm-hmm. Mark McGuire used in the Home Run Derby. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, feeding those to rainbow trout for the express purpose of making a rainbow trout that would fight harder for mm-hmm. fishermen. Right. Um, so you have to imagine uh, that that you know that's that will be next. We will be cat- and you can buy genetically modified fish for your fish tank now that glow in the dark. Okay. Oh no. Um, so you have to imagine that if this uh, that that fifty years from now, I bet you there there will be uh, genet- You'll be able to go fishing for genetically modified fish, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Right. Well, it's you know it's on the cutting edge, and you heard it here first. But. You know whether whether or not or how soon it happens, and you know there's a lot of people that uh, use more than just science to base their opinion. So we'll see how see how how that works out. But uh, you're always very interesting, and we're going to have you back again because we would like to hear about the the cutting edge and and the real science behind fisheries. Sounds great. Okay, thanks. And uh, your book is, we got to go real quickly, but it's the... The book is called An Entirely Synthetic Fish. An Entirely Synthetic Fish, but this is not necessarily about the salmon. No, it's not. Okay, all right, we appreciate that. Uh, And Grizz, you're going to stay tuned, and we're going to be right back with Fish Talk Radio. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year, and there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring the whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. I got the Launch Ramp Blues. Launch Ramp Blues. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to the Grizz. Happy birthday to the most amazing fisherman Grizz in the world. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Grizz. I bet you weren't expecting that, were you? No, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 41 years old today. Congratulations, Grizz. Oh, maybe that was no, 51. No, 39. Oh, okay. I can't help. Oh, okay. Uh, I wish. Okay. Oh. Sit down there. Okay. Uh, well, sorry for that interruption, everybody, but um, we had a little surprise party here for Grizz. Go ahead. Karen's on the line. Grizz, it's Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi. Happy birthday. Thank you. I can hear you perfect, but I can't oh. hear John now. All right, well. then we'll make John talk in the orange mic yeah, then. Okay, I'll change mics. Okay, good. Um, idea. listen, gotta go yes, check. Dear. Gotta go check Facebook. We just posted something really cute of you. Um, but next time I'll do my Marilyn Monroe happy birthday no, get out of to here. you. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, for heaven's sakes, you're a married you're woman. You're getting all excited, girl. Don't tell all right. people that. Don't tell people that. Okay. Anyway, well, that was kind of fun, but I, yeah, I think that fun. I think we have Mark on the line. Is that right? I'm here. Well, I'm on the water. Sorry I'm about that. Water. Are you going to sing too, Mark? <laughs> I, I already sang. You already sang. You get Sorry. one time. That was it. Yeah. Diagonic. Uh, yes. Well, Mark, give us are a you quick. Catch any fish? Yeah, give us an idea where you are first. I'm out in the California Delta, out in uh, kind of kind of the west of Delta, out here. Uh, Nice, beautiful day, a little breeze, about 80 degrees. So, nice fish are biting, 
just beautiful. It's great to be out. Awesome. Well, uh, fish are biting. You give us a little bit better idea what uh, what type of fish you're catching. Well, I'm, I'm catching largemouth bass, and most of them are most of them are pretty shallow. Uh, catching them on top waters, uh, St. Coast, and uh, chatterbaits. So probably caught uh, all 15, 20 fish today. That's great. Any yeah. size to them? What's that? Any size? Yeah, you know, I got a, I got a couple that are about four, and a couple three pounders, and a bunch of little ones. Well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. I went out Wednesday, that's I got great. an eight pounder and a nine pounder. So, wow, it's been a, been a pretty good week. Uh, yeah, on uh, top water. Well, I got the eight and a nine uh, called a uh, method called punching, where I use a big weight and go in and get into the stuff and get them. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, Mark, I've got a. This is completely out of the out of the clear blue. I've got a question for you, and one of the reasons I want to ask a question, I've been thinking about doing a maybe a two minute segment on. We're going to call it uh, common sense conservation. And one of the things that I was thinking about in this, and let me ask you the question, and I think everybody you talk to will give you a different answer. Now, bass, um, you almost always intend on releasing them. What happens if the hook becomes lodged in a place um, that it's not easy to get out? What, just, what would you recommend? I just cut the line. Just cut the line. Leave the hook in there. The hook will, the hook will uh, disintegrate over a short period of time. You know, I've caught uh, I've caught fish with uh, hooks. You know, hooks coming out both ends, and they're still biting and eating and doing mm-hmm. fine. Well, what if you have a stainless steel hook? Uh, you know what? All, you the, have a all the hooks we use out here are all uh, all steel, mm-hmm. regular steel, not stainless. Right, right. Because this, you know, that that was, you know, it's a, a question that uh, that you know. Well, let's put it this way: I think that if you destroy the fish trying to get the hook out, its mortality rates a hundred percent. But if you leave the hook in, it may not survive, but it's got a lot better shot. Yeah, you know what? I, I have. I tell you, I probably caught. A hundred fish that have hooks in them mm-hmm. already, you know, and I've caught those fish after they had the hook in there. Mm-hmm. So they're doing fine. They're eating, you know, they're surviving, and they're getting caught again, even with that hook. Right. Uh, you know, hanging John, around. let me just say this. Sure. Have you seen people, young kids, with their tongues pierced? Ooh. Yeah, as Same a matter thing. of fact, I hadn't thought about pierce, that. Nose pierce. Oh. Same thing. Good, good thought, Chris. Yeah, and, and, Same uh, thing. It's right. just a piercing. Right. And then, of course, you know, it's uh, apparently a lot of times they'll just dislodge and come out anyway. But I guess the point is, is that if you're trying to, if you if you want to keep them, it's safer to just let it stay than it is to destroy the fish trying to get it out. Because the last thing you want to do is, you know, puncture a, a, a gill or something. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> but uh, I got another question, a trivial question. Mark, maybe you can answer this one. Okay. Why are anglers called anglers? Mark, uh, Mark if you need some help with that, I can help you, but let's see what you got. I, you know, I would think they're casting, you told me they're it's casting in a certain direction, which is the angle. But, uh, you know, I totally just... You made that up, didn't you, Mark? I just totally made that up. <laughs> Grizz, I, I know. Grizz. John did the same thing last well, night. Well, Grizz, you didn't let me finish. I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question with a riddle. 
an angler a a, angler is a fisherman, but a fisherman is not necessarily an angler. That'll give you a clue. I'm a pro angler and I'm a pro fisherman. Yes. What is what is the difference? Well, I know that I, I know the difference, but what I'm telling well, you. Well, then tell us for Christ's sake. I, I want I want you, I want you to guess. An, an angler. I'm not going to guess, John. I'm okay, too Mark, old to guess. Mark. I could Mark, die before I get Mark, it right. An, an angler is a fisherman, but a fisherman is not necessarily an angler. You've already said that once, I know. John. Now I'm just give trying us to let it the sink answer. In. All right, uh, a fisherman catches fish, whether it be with a hook and line, a net, spear, or with any method. That's a fisherman, right? Okay. So what is an yeah. angler? What is an angler? A uh, guy that goes fishing, doesn't he, always no, catch them. He uses an <laughs> angle, which is another word for hook, to catch the fish. Oh, got it. Now, John, did you make that up like you did last night? Yes. That's what I figured. <laughs> so he don't believe me, Mark. Don't you guys out there listen to Fish Talk Radio believe everything John says because he makes it up. <laughs> Just because it's on the radio does not mean it's true. <laughs> yes, it does, especially if John says it. <laughs> now, if Mark says it, you can take it to the bank okay. or the grids, but don't believe everything John says. Well, you know, uh, Mark, while we've got you on the water and you are out there angling, uh, give us a, a quick idea about what you're catching and how you do it. I'm sorry, uh, you cut out for just a Oh, I'm sorry. Um, um, give us a quick idea of, uh, you know what, can I interrupt you just for a second? Because we're going to get a quick report. Do you have a couple of minutes? Uh, I know that you're on the water, Mark. Do you have just a couple of minutes? Mark, you there? Let's go ahead and get whatever we got. Grizz, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, anyway, um, <laughs> we've got... There went Mark. There went Mark. All righty. But, well, he's on his cell think. phone. We got, we, got, we got him on. So, anyway... Oh, got a fish on. Okay. What do we have? I don't know what we have. Okay, on two. On two. We got two. Uh, Brett, are you there? Yes, I'm here. There you go. Sorry about that. We're getting... Oh. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on here. So, anyway, um, uh, you're at Lake Chabot. Is that yep. pronounced correctly? Yep. And this is the time of the year when people are going to be streaming in. You have some tips uh, for people where they want to go and a little bit about your area and what you have there. Um, let's see. Right now, what's biting mostly is probably catfish and bass. Um, there's definitely still some trout. Uh, those are probably down deep. Everyone's trying to fish for catfish, pulling up trout still. Um, Bass are off their beds now. People are still getting them with swim baits, mostly drop shots. Um, a lot more catfish has been coming out with chicken liver and anchovies. Mm -hmm. um, most of the catches have been over in Raccoon, Half Moon Bay, and by the dam. Okay. I'm trying to think. Also, well, now, uh, also, a quick question about catfish. Um, you know, I, I, it, I've had catfish, but I don't really fish for them. Do you have any tips on if you happen to bring one up and you want to and you want to do something with it? What what do you recommend? Uh, what like cooking wise? Or yeah. Mm -hmm. I honestly I don't keep the fish I catch uh, <laughs> okay. or catch and release type yeah, of guy. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Even even the catfish, you know, and the more fish you take out of the lake, the less fish are in the lake, right? Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what I that's what I always try to. Okay. 
people too. Okay. Well, if anybody is in your area, I know you got all kinds of stuff going on because it's that time of the year. But oh, yeah. uh, give give a quick idea on how to find you. Um, just come down to the marina and ask for Brett, and I'll be here. Okay. And where where is Lake Chabot? Uh, Cash Valley. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I uh, appreciate that. And to get in touch with you, what's your best uh, best way to do it? Um, this phone number, if you have it. Okay. I can do that. And uh, that, do you have it with yeah, you? Yeah, that would be area code 510-247-2526. Yep, perfect. And if, you're, uh, if you didn't catch that, go to uh, fishtalkradio.com and listen to it again. Thank you, Brad. Uh, perfect. Right here. Okay, we, we do have Mark back. I'm sorry about that, Mark. But, I'm uh, back. Yeah, Mark, somehow I got it, lost. Well, it's the age of, anyway. But, well, I was uh, really worried. I thought maybe okay. your boat sank. Well, anyway, we do only have about a minute, but I didn't want you to, you know, to chase you away like that. Mark is, um, I guess, with it, editor, publisher, uh, copywriter uh, for uh, Bass. What what is it, Bass? For Bass, I'm the editor of Bass Angler Magazine. Bass, the most now, informative Bass magazine on the planet. It is, and so it's BassAnglerMag.com. Is that right? That's correct. Bass com. Okay. Mark, we appreciate that. We'll let you get back to uh, your your real job, which is which is fishing. And we, we appreciate you uh, you joining us today. Sorry about that confusion. All right. All right. Great talking to you guys. Have all a birthday, Grizz. And uh, I'll catch right. for you. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Um, well, Grizz, uh, we're going to wrap up this segment. So we really appreciate you coming on and you know and sharing. I guess your birthday officially was was just uh, yesterday or so, but uh, you, yes, can, you, can, you can you can celebrate it all month. That's not a problem. Okay, I can celebrate you, it all year. Okay, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the previous shows or this one anytime, and then also go to Facebook. And Grizz has got uh, Facebook uh, asobonline.com. And Grizz, we got to go. Thank you for coming in. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-382-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for whitey bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean modern boats with professional friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep sea adventure by calling 805-382-1612. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-FISHRAP. If you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special, look no further than the skies above you. Santa Barbara Soaring specializes in glider rides, making memories that last a lifetime. Experience Santa Barbara, the San Inez Valley, and Central Coast with the silence of soaring. Purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away. Visit SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays. Let Santa Barbara Soaring help you provide the gift they'll never forget. SantaBarbaraSoaring.com. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. 
and it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass, and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara, Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have our, you know, was, I don't know, I say host, co-host, Grizz is uh, our other host. Which it's is a in Grizz, the who cares what I Okay, am. Grizz, we don't care what you are. But we also have Jim, who operates a charter boat out of Cabo San Lucas that is second to none. It is, uh, Jim, you've done a tremendous job. I mean, it's not an old boat, but you've completely, you know, redone that, and it just seems like it just... Uh, well, John, excuse me for interrupting, but I think you're using the wrong word. It should not be called a boat. It should be called a yacht. Yes, it is a yacht. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chris. You know, we're very proud of Blue Sky. Um, one of the benefits for the upcoming weather is it's, you know, the Baja is going to be, mm. you know, tipping 100 degrees. And you can hide from Mother Nature's sunshine in the salon with a nice air conditioning and our crew will knock on the door and say, "Senor, we have a fish." Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, That's uh, that's that's what I want. I I want the uh, the uh, the deckhand lady to come in and just tinkle her little bell and say, "Excuse me, Mister Hennigan, but your marlin's on." Well, John, come on, don't be so shy. We'd have to go down into the, into the bedroom and, and grab. Well, that's leg, true too, you know? and wake me up. <laughs> well, that was a comfortable bed. I took full advantage of it. I anyway, but. Uh, but it, it, it is you know, great. And I'll, I'll let Grizz talk again, but the last two years have been amazing for Marlin in Cabo. It's just the bite is just crazy. You can get three, six, nine Marlin a day. Where else in the world can you do that? And right now, I just talked to them, and uh, there's uh, Stripe and Blue everywhere right now. So, oh, I mean, that's then, pretty great. And we're talking about, uh, you know, as the war- water gets warmer, we're going to get our friends the mahi-mahi, the Dorados back, which is my favorite. I love a good Dorado fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other yeah, thing- they're fun to fish for, right. and they they don't kick your butt so much. A big one, though, will run you, run you ragged, right. but uh, it's not like a big blue marlin. I mean, you can catch them, bring them in, and it's good table fare, too. Well, just a, a quick thought. Grizz uh, mentioned earlier about a package that he's putting together, staying in the five-star Costa Baja Resort and a couple days fishing. And if you wanted to go down and fish in a style that most people have never had the opportunity to do, 
at a, a price that you could not touch anywhere else in the world or even in Cabo. Uh, and if you take that and you take four or six people and divide it, it's very, very reasonable. So you might might want to take a quick look at that. And, Jim, to, in order to find Blue Sky, what's the, what the best way do you, you suggest that they do that? I would go to Facebook, facebook.com slash bluesky.cabo. And we've got a lot of fun on that page, our customers holding mm-hmm. their fish. There you go. And our website is also blueskyfishing.net. Okay. Well, it looks like we're kind of rounding it up, and we got your information. And I'm anxious to get down there again and, and uh, do some more uh, um, research on your vessel. And, and then, of course... You mean dreaming. Yeah. And then, and then of course, Grizz, visit him on Facebook. He's got an awesome site. And that, is it Mike Ritz? Is that the one, the best one to go to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mike and then, Ritz. And then also we want you to go to Fish Talk Radio uh, webpage and fishtalkradio.com and Fish Talk Radio uh, the Facebook, Rita's been doing a great job with that, and we're having a lot of fun with it. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. Jake, Jim, thank you very much. Talk to you soon. And Grizz, unless you're out fishing, we'll talk to you next week. You got it. Thanks, buddies. Gone fishing 